The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. You should have been pulled in the forefront they have. Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, hey! That's fun, huh? Welcome to Sunday evening, week 15 prep show. We do it every Sunday. I wasn't going to do it, but I thought, you know what? I can't let you guys down. I can't bail on my crew. You guys need me, and I need you just as much as really uh, anybody needs anyone. So, hey, welcome in. Show is presented by RotoFanatic.com. Even though it's 4th of July, you could be watching this on your phone. You don't have to be at home. You could be in a barbecue right now just getting rip-hammered shit-faced for all I know. You having a burger? Did you put some cheese on it? What would you choose? Did you choose pepper jack? Or did you go with sharp cheddar? Because if you go American singles, then you're just completely wasting time. And I have no respect for you whatsoever. Unless you're a child, then you get a pass. Children can have American singles, and that's fine because they're children and they don't know any better. That's what being a child's all about. Just enjoying everything without any discernment. Anywho, it's week 15. All-Star break's coming up. This is the last full week of baseball. Then we have the All-Star game on the 13th, which is a Tuesday. So we got a full week. And I think I got confused by other leagues because I was looking at the schedule yesterday. I was like, wait, the All-Star game is on a weekend, right? It's on Sunday because the NBA All-Star game is, the NHL All-Star game is. And so is the worthless Pro Bowl. So I guess I just got stoned and forgot. And that's okay. But I want to talk about business here. And don't forget, rotofanatic.com has you covered. That's why I tell you about it every week. We do the work so you don't have to at rotofanatic.com with Crosby Spencer's schedule factors. And we've made some tweaks, some slight tweaks with the closing remarks and the infirmary report just for you. So head to rotofanatic.com. Read it up, absorb the information, and then make your decisions on your rosters in the coming week. With closing remarks by Mike Carter. Follow Mike Carter on Twitter, please. He's a really great dude, and he's a great American as well. At MDRC0508. That's MDRC0508. MDRC0508. 
eight. Thank you. And then follow Sports Nuts. Davey Funnel, my favorite Canadian commentator when it comes to fantasy baseball. Uh, so no, you know, apologies to Rob Silver. I know he's Canadian as well. And there's probably a actually Zach Waxman's gonna get pissed now that I said that. And now the Dingers guys are gonna get even more pissed. So I'm just opening myself up to a. Yeah, I know. I, I just I just fucked myself, and that's what happens. I'm an idiot. What can I tell you? Go Tigers. Yeah, the Tigers are kicking ass. Just make sure you follow Davey Funnel on Twitter, please. He's a great follow. He does the infirmary report every Sunday, and he's also modified it with indicators. So it gives you a level of concern on each injury. You got all the injuries in baseball covered, plus the level of concern that you need to know about so you can make the proper choices going forward because the All-Star break is coming up shortly, and the clock is ticking. We are starting to lose time on this season. It's... It hurts because I love doing this stuff, but eventually it's going to be over. But I will admit it, though. I'm looking forward to maybe a slight break in the offseason, getting away from it all and kind of reformatting, going out into nature. Just kind of <sighs> take it in the air. It's fantastic. It's really good stuff, and I do look forward to that. I love doing this stuff, but I love that stuff, too. I think you can have it both ways. Can't you? Yeah, make sure you follow Davey Funnel at sports with a Z underscore nut. Two T's 51, Sports Nut 51. I put it here in the live stream comments. In case you're listening to the podcast, you'll have to look it up. Or you can check out the live stream on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is huge. It means everything to us. It's fantastic. We just did a great little number, a ditty, if you will, that I'm very proud of. It's called The Gunk Is Over. And I thought it was great. It's just a two-minute tribute to the substances in baseball being removed for pitchers. Sung to the tune... Don't Dream It's Over by Crowded House. Yes, it's an older song, but it's a really good song from the 80s. And I thought it fit apropos. I thought The Gunk Is Over was funny. And people told me they liked it. So please check that out on the YouTube channel. Like it. Leave a comment. Say something nice about it. Or say something mean if you prefer. But The Gunk Is Over is on our YouTube channel. All of our parody songs are on the song playlist. I organize it so you don't have to do any of the work. Go to the YouTube channel. Plaza Podcast. Two L's. Two Z's. Utah. Give me two. That's all you got to do. You do that on Twitter. You do that on YouTube. That's generally how you find the Palazzo podcast. And last thing, I did a great show It's called You, Me, and an Album. So it's Al Melchior. Shout out to Al, one of the greats of all time. Fantasy Baseball Hall of Famer. He does the show called You, Me, and an Album. I was on episode number 30 over the past week. We did Built to Spills, Keep It Like a Secret. It was my choice. The guest comes on, picks an album. Al listens to it for the first time, like for a few days to really absorb it. And then he talks about it with the guests when they come on the show. And it's a lot of fun. I had a good time doing that. Al Melchior is one of the coolest dudes that there ever was. Always will be. Hey, what's up, Derek Schaefer in the house? What's up, my man? Woo! Good to see you, Derek. Derek, what's cooking, man? You guys eating steaks? Uh, are you a vegan? I don't even know. You have tofu burgers? Is there a barbecue going on, Derek? Let me know here. Comment in the comments. We got some good stuff going on here in the live stream. But anyways, Derek, Al is a great guy. And You, Me, and an Album is a great podcast. And I really want to pump this pod. I really, really, really want to help Al. Not because I'm on it. I've already pumped it before, but I need to pump it even further. You, Me, and an Album. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on all your standard podcast platforms. It's not a live stream show. It's just a podcast. So please follow You, Me, and an Album. And check out all the other wonderful episodes. He's had a lot of people from the fantasy baseball community on to talk music. He's also had actual artists 
from real bands coming on there. So he's really starting to grow this thing. In fact, the best is probably yet to come with this show. Please check that out. Do me a favor. Derek says, still early here, just firing up the BBQ now. Well, Derek, what we got on tap? Even if you're not BBQing yet, give me a preview. Take me inside Derek Schaefer's barbecue. I'd love to hear about it. In the meantime, while Derek gets the barbecue thoughts together, let's talk about... This week's schedule. All right, this week's schedule, week 15. Can you believe it? Go Tigers. Yes, I know. The Tigers are amazing. My Tigers are so much fun. Eric Haas had the most bizarre play over the weekend. So crazy. Inside the park home run. Did you guys see that? It was super cool. Eric Haas is heating up again. He seems to go on a tear because when he got called up, the catcher for the Tigers, if you didn't know this, by the way. Go Tigers. And he also has outfield eligibility, which is fantastic news for you. Something you want to take advantage of. He had about eight home runs in his first 10 to 12 days up in the big leagues. Then he really cooled off, but now he's going on a heater again. So pick up Eric Haas if he's still available. Catchers are catching fire. Ha <laughs> ha, look at me. Look what I just did. Catchers are catching fire quite a bit. And this is since we're about halfway through this year almost. It's actually not been a bad year for catching staff. It's been pretty damn good. I did my Govier's guys last night like I do every night. At the end of the night, I give my... Top seven, eight guys from the day's action. Give you the stats. They're all good stuff, never bad stuff. I look for guys that did well, and they're Govier's guys, too. And Omar Narvaez was on Govier's guys for Saturday. He went five for six, I believe. His buddy, Avisail Garcia, went four for six. A big offensive boom for the Brewers, who have been on a tear. And Omar Narvaez is still underrated. He hits over 300. He has an OPS of 900-plus. And I don't understand why he's still available in some leagues. It still baffles me. Omar Narvaez, somebody you should slot into your catcher scenario. And the only reason I can think that he's available in a lot of leagues is because of the fact that there's been some catchers that have just got the job done this year. So I think it all kind of goes together. The whole story itself sells itself. There you go. As far as this week's schedule, we got plenty of teams with seven games, which is always a good time, right? We love seven-game schedules because that gives us more opportunity to have a good time, have some laughs, maybe have an experience or two related to some outstanding fantasy baseball stats. And as the All-Star break comes up, we need a big week here. This is our last full week of action before we got to take a slight departure and all chill out. The lowest, slowest point of the sports schedule any time in the year, right? All-Star break weekend, middle of July. You got no football, you got no basketball. Well, you do have basketball, but we got basketball. So it's not, usually it would be totally dead, but we got the Bucks Suns in the final. Shout out to the Bucks, by the way. They made it the finals. I think that's cool. Well done, Bucks. I was rooting for you. I don't know who I'm rooting for now because I kind of would like to see Chris Paul win it all. Suns, Bucks. It's going to be a good series. Feels like it's the 80s or something. It's weird. At any rate. This week's schedule is going to be a doozy like it always is. And we've got a lot of teams with seven. So that's the good news. And as far as teams with five games, my website's not loading up. Why is this happening to me? Why, God, why? Why have you done this? Sometimes this happens. And you're supposed to riff during this time. So what would you like me to riff about? Anything in particular? What's my favorite color? Uh, I, always, I like yellow. I like yellow and blue. I always have. I just think it's a good color scheme. This week, zero, zero teams with five games. That's outstanding news for everybody. Heading into the All-Star break, we've got tons of action. Majority of the teams have six games, and then a slightly smaller number have seven. So really no major issues with a light schedule this week. We also have 
Cincinnati's playing three games at Kansas City this week, and Philadelphia plays three games at Boston, which could be some fun opportunities for Cincinnati to jump on that pitching staff of KC. And Philadelphia going up against Boston and Fenway. Maybe some good opportunities for offense. We'll find out. But, uh, yeah, that's it for the schedule. Nothing really stands out too much that I want to comment on beyond that. Uh, Yeah, okay, we're moving on. Starting and two start pitchers this week. Luis Patino's back for the Rays. How do we feel about that? Anybody excited? Anybody trying to cash in? Score with some Luis Patino action? He uh, is supposed to start... Oh, shit, he got optioned again. What the hell do I know? I'm a moron. (laughs) So he came up for that Toronto start, went five and a third, didn't pitch that well, struck out five, and then he got sent back down. So never mind. No more Luis Patino. I don't think it's really worth picking up now, frankly. I thought we'd pick his ass up because... Even if he got sent back down, it would still be worth it. Hey, Star Blendham's here! Yay! Welcome. What up, Star Platinum? Great to see you, my friend. Star wants to know, John Hicks, uh, Elias Diaz of the Rockies, I assume, Zach Collins of the White Sox, or Tucker Barnhart? Which of these four catchers do you like? Well, hmm. John Hicks used to play for the Tigers. He had spurts of offense, which was nice to have, but... I don't think he's reliable long-term, but if he's on the heater right now, might be worth it, frankly. Of course, Diaz plays at Coors, so... Coors. That's always a good idea. And Zach Collins is actually going to be my choice. Believe it or not, Zach Collins has almost made Govier's guys a couple times. He definitely made it one day over the last 10 days or so, and I was going to use him again the other night because he's been making some noise with the baseball bat. So I think Zach Collins is the choice here of those four. Barnhart, Collins, Hicks... Diaz. I'm going Collins with a 1A, 1B, or excuse me, a 2A, 2B between uh, Hicks and Diaz. There you go. Now you understand. Yay! I hope it works out for you, Star Platinum. I really do. Always rooting for you. You're above average fantasy player. I can already tell, and you have knowledge that you always bring to our show, so I do appreciate that very, very much. Woohoo! It's the Hands of Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. The Sunday evening show, of course. Week 15 prep. Presented by rotofanatic.com. Palazzo Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Palazzo Podcast on YouTube. Sub our channel. Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. Give me two. Twitter and YouTube. Please sub our YouTube channel if you haven't done it. Like our videos. Check out the new video. The gunk is over. I thought it was a lot of fun. It's only two minutes. It's very brief. And... It makes fun of Rob Manfred. And when is that not fun? Because that is always, always a good time in my book. But then again, uh, you know, people say I'm, I'm a crazy guy who loves to make fun of Rob Manfred. Anywho, back to the pitchers. So, Luis Patino's option. I'm out on him. Two starters, though. Um, hmm. This is the last chance for two starters, which does make it interesting because going in the All-Star break, you might get a little bit more out of these guys knowing that they have a slight period of rest. Now, that could be a stretch, but I don't think it's crazy either. So consider the reality before you make any rash decisions. Colby Allard. Colby Allard, I really like him. I've said this on the show before. I'm a fan of Colby Allard, and I think he has something to offer. In fact, I know he has something to offer, but the problem is he's been okay, but hasn't been great and there's been points where it seems like he could break through, and he never has done that. So I'm curious what you guys think. His last start, he struck out five, 
Had a really nice whip. He pitched six innings at Oakland, too, which is a great place to pitch. So that's obviously a benefit for him. But that offense is also pretty solid. The Oakland offense, even without Mark Hanna, is still pretty good. But on the season, Allard has a whip of 1.08. I like that. That's a really, that's an above average whip. There's no doubt about that. And that's in 52 innings pitch. He strikes out just under nine per. So, hmm. Oh, you want to, oh, we got another. Is Collins going to play? Well, I don't see why not. They option your mind Mercedes. I know Eaton's back, and Gavin Sheets has come up. This is a guy we'll talk about too, by the way. Gavin Sheets of the White Sox. He's playing first base. Uh, I don't. Th I think they're going to find time for Collins' bat. If we look at his log recently, it seems like he had pretty consistent playing time, but I want to verify that, of course. So, yeah, he started the last two. He sat and then came in for two at-bats on July 2nd. And then he went, uh, he played and started on July 1st. So he started three of the last four Star Platinum, which I think is good news. And he's playing three at Minnesota and then four at Baltimore to close out. Oh, and three at Baltimore. So six games this week for Zach Collins. I expect Zach Collins to play at least four of those six games. I really do. But... I can understand if you want to go with one of the other guys. This goes back to his topic related to the catcher position. Collins, Barnhart, Diaz, or Hicks. So if you're a little worried about Hicks playing enough, and if you need someone to be in there every day, then I don't blame you for picking, I guess, Diaz or Barnhart. Those would be the two most likely, because Hicks is going to be hit or miss too. He'll play, he'll sit. So it's not a lock by any means. I still think Collins is the play, but I do admit that there's more risk of him not playing every single day. I admit that freely, and I'm not going to back down from that. And I'm not going to lie to you, because we don't do that on the show. We try to keep it real. We try to stay true to the game, as they like to say. Tucker Barnhart, though, even though he's supposed to be kind of the regular catcher, he sits a lot. He played today, went two for three. He sat the day before. Played the day before that, sat the day before that, played, sat, played, sat, played, sat. This is a, he's done this for a while. So I don't know, frankly, why you could really rely on any of these guys to be someone who's going to play five times this week. The guys you just mentioned, I don't see that. Am I missing something? Can you help me there? I want to be of service to you. So let me know. Either way, uh, you know, Elias Diaz has started three of the last four. And he came in today as a pinch hitter. Mm, man, this is tough. This is a tough one. Star Platinum really pushing me here. It's supposed to be an easy show. I just wanted to get in and get out. But now I'm being challenged. And I appreciate that. I love a good challenge. Don't think any less of me. I'm going to stick with Collins. I will. But if you want the guy who might play the most this week, I'm going to throw it out there and say that it's Diaz. Also, the Rockies have... Well, they have six games this week, so... It's the same as Collins. Ah, I don't know. I'm not going to give you a straight answer because it's too too close to call. It really is. I still think Collins is the guy. That's it. I'm going to move on from that. That was a really tough question, and I appreciate that. Way to hit me up, Star Platinum. Nunez is losing playing time. Yes, Dom Nunez. Yeah, he's trash. I already bailed on that ship a while ago. So, yeah, Diaz will get the reps. He might get the most of those four. I still like Collins' bat. I'm going to stick with that. There it is. All right, you're talking with me, Michael Govier, at MJ Govier, G-O-V is in Victor, R-E-R on Twitter. We're talking heads, Rico Blotto Fantasy Baseball Show, presented by rotofanatic.com. Did you get all of your information on rotofanatic.com? Are you having a wonderful 4th of July? 
comment here on the live stream. Let me know. Fourth of July is a fun time. You know, you get to eat food and, you know, talk about stuff. Isn't that nice? I mean, it's real nice. I think it's nice. All right, uh, let's talk about two starters for this coming week. John Gray is healthy, and he's got two matchups, one at Arizona, one at San Diego. I like both of those. I think that's a start. I think that's a double play right there. John Gray is healthy. He showed ill signs. Showed no ill signs. <laughs> ah! I can't talk today. What happened to me? Hey, Richard Sands is here. Hey! All right. Damn! Wow, I can't believe Richard showed up. Richard, so glad to have you, my friend. Welcome in. It's a pleasure. It's a rare opportunity to get to see Richard on the Sunday show. Richard, we love you. Richard Sands is, by the way, in first place in the Palazzo Podcast Invitational. He's going to get that trophy. I'm telling you. I don't know who's going to take it from him because it looks more and more every day like Richard Sands is going to take it all in 2021. And good for you, Richard. You've earned it. You put in the legwork. You really do the time and energy that is required to be the best. So why not uh, reap the rewards? Shit, you earned it, my friend. What did you, what did you have, a few drinks this morning? <laughs> huh? No. I, I think you did, didn't you? No, I did not. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't really drink, so that's, that's BS. What are you talking about? So, All right. Let me get back to the two starters. But John Gray came back in his first start off the IL. He struck out 10. 10. That's really, really good. That's not somebody who's injured at all. And, in fact, uh, me and Eric Cross dropped him in our tag team league, and I kind of regret that. So I thought maybe he would kind of be – I thought the arm injury was more serious than first recognized. He still has great numbers on the season. He's got an ERA under four. He plays at cores, of course. Coors. That's a whip that's so-so, 124. He doesn't strike out at nine per nine. He doesn't strike out one per nine, which is unfortunate. 65 Ks in 74 innings. Boy, I cannot talk today. My voice is going. So uh, John Gray's going to get traded, though. He's going to leave Coors. So I think you pick up John Gray now. Have John Gray now. If he's available, go get him now. Enjoy the two-start option this week and be more excited because he's going to get traded out of Coors. Coors. And that's what we all wanted. What would John Gray be like beyond Coors Field? Haven't we all wondered that? I know I have, and I know you have too, so don't, don't try to fool me. I've been at this a while, okay? So I know what I'm talking about because I run a fantasy baseball podcast. I know everything. <laughs> yeah, that's a sarcasm in case you don't know me, by the way. Uh, real quick, by the way, Deary. Deary is uh, enjoying the 4th of July holiday, living his life. I think they went to a Tigers game today, actually, so... Good times. I hope they went, and I hope they had a great, great time, because that sounds like a lot of fun. Yippee! wee Other two-star pitches this week. I like JT Brubaker. He's at the Mets. Oh, he's not a two-star. Why are you lying to me? Am I missing this? Am I a moron? Yeah, you got... That's a lie. Never mind. Tony Gonsolin's got the Marlins and the Diamondbacks. I love both matchups. First one is at Miami. Second one's at home. And Gonsolin's gotten a little bit better and better, in my view, since he came off the IL. He's been working it, ratcheting up the efforts. I love Gonsolin all day. Uh, Colby Allard, like we mentioned, he's got the Tigers and A's at home. He's a decent pitcher. I actually think he's a slightly above average pitcher, but he doesn't really show the stuff to make it happen. Like Matt Manning, who doesn't seem to show any flash with his pitches, Colby Allard continues to be someone that's promising, but never really kind of gives you what you're hoping for. So uh, I'll roll with it. The Tigers, like I said, the Tigers are not a joke. 
They're playing really well. They're taking on everybody. AJ Hinch has raised the bar for this team. I know it sounds crazy. I know AJ Hinch, y'all hate him. Go Tigers. He cheated, but he wasn't the main cheater. So I hope you give him a little credit for not doing that. Uh, Star Platinum says Gonsolin may be a bulk guy. Hmm, a bulky guy. Is he bulky? Is he strong? What do we mean when we say bulk guy? I mean, I'm in the business, but I don't even know what that means. Like bulk inning, like someone you just want to fill innings. Is that what you mean, Star Platinum? Because I honestly don't know. And when I don't know something, I like to learn. So please teach me, Star. Richard Sand says, thank you, of course, Richard. You know you love you. We love you! I am really fumbling over my words today. I think I'm, uh... I think I'm exhausted. A little tired. I'm going to admit that freely. Can you guys understand that? Can you give me a little bit of slack? I hope you can. Woo! Because I deserve... You deserve to get the best show. Every time. And I mean that sincerely. I don't just say that because doing the show is what it's all about. So much fun. So much fun. I love talking baseball and I love learning from you guys and you guys teach me stuff. Oh, here we go. Comes in after the starter. That's what the bulk guy means. I honestly didn't know what that means. Thank you very much. Star Platinum and Derek Schaefer showing me the ropes. That's why we do this. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So that makes sense. Yeah. The guy that comes in after the starter post opener. Bingo, like Tampa does. Yeah, I got you now. Thank you. I just didn't know what that meant. Now I get it. Now we can move forward amicably and understand each other. Uh, Jameson Tyons at Seattle and at Houston. Uh, I don't like, I like the Seattle matchup. I don't like at Houston at all. And Patrick Sandoval, like always, never has two starts because they have six people in a rotation. And it's the same old, same old there. He's at Seattle, though. That's a great start. I jump all over it. And I think that's pretty much it. I just... Not as cool as I thought it was going to be this week um, as far as two starters. I was expecting more, but the regular ones that you're always going to start anyways, I think you're going to start regardless. But the problem is, and I will throw this caveat out there, is the gunk. With the gunk being gone, which pitchers are you a little more suspect of now? And I'm talking good pitchers, too. I mean, We've talked Garrett Cole on this show plenty, so I don't need to relive that story again and again, but I think he's in trouble. Slightly in terms of being the super elite guy that could have been better than Jacob DeGrom. That's where he's in trouble. He's still going to be serviceable, but bad news. It really is bad news. Uh, Trevor Rogers, by the way, this week it was announced that he was going to have 80 more innings available to him before he gets shut down by the Marlins. And he's got the Dodgers and the Braves this week. I assume you're rolling with Trevor Rogers forever. You might as well ride Trevor Rogers until he's worn out. He'll be there, like Zach Waxman pointed out on Twitter, and I owe Zach a great debt of gratitude for that. Because I was like, oh, Trevor Rogers, innings cap, but 80 more innings pitched is, what, 13 starts, roughly? If he goes six innings to start, that's a lot of starts still, so you're still going to get a fair amount. No reason to panic with Trevor Rogers right now. Uh, Luis Garcia's got Oakland and the Yankees at home. I love that. That's a guaranteed winner. Uh, Jose Barrios. We don't talk a lot about Barrios on the show. We should talk about him more because he's been... Been pretty solid, you know. He's got a 3.52 ERA, 1.14 whip. That's that's pretty damn good. And he strikes guys out just above the K9 there. He's had 27 punch outs in his recent what last 25 innings. So that's in June, anyways. He's been pretty damn good. First July start, though, uh, I think he went a little bit backwards, so that's slightly disconcerting. Sometimes these guys really are they're just they're stuck. They're, they're magnetized to the month. It's really weird. Some players go off in certain months, and other players struggle with a new month, and then they struggle the whole month. And we don't know if there's a correlation related to it or not, but the stats would show otherwise. So I find that curious. 
He didn't strike out anybody. Zero strikeouts against the White Sox on July 1st. That's terrible. You can't... I don't know how you can exist in this league now. Go five innings pitch and strike out zero people. Zero! Is this a substance issue? I know that he pitched on June 24th, and supposedly he was supposed to be free of any substances because the inspection started on June 21st. He struck out nine in that start. So is this a one-off fluke? Keep an eye on it. Be careful because he's got the White Sox again in two days. Will he strike out more than zero? That is the current conundrum when it comes to Jose Barrios, and I really hope that he does a little bit more than that. So, yes. Derek says, beware. Seattle's been sneaky good lately, like your Tigers. I agree. I agree. But the thing is, and I talked about this on, was it my podcast? I talked about it on someone's podcast. I don't know. I podcast a lot. It's out of control. That Seattle has a much better record on the road, Derek, than they do at home. In fact, they're way under 500 at home, but they're way over 500 on the road. It's totally bizarre. And they got a minus run differential, but they're over 500. The, the team makes no sense, but they do fight. They do battle. And kudos to Scott's service. He's definitely getting the job done with that squad. So I, I like the Mariners. I like a lot of Mariners players. But they clearly are better on the road right now than they are at home. And that's just the, that's the fact. That's not a lie. That is the truth. All right, you're listening to the Hey, it's Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I am MJ Govier on Twitter. MJ Govier, G-O-V, as in Victor, I-E-R. Palazzo Podcast, two L's, two Z's on YouTube. Sub our YouTube channel, please, and like us. Hit the dingy bell, please. And, of course, on Twitter. Utah, give me two. Two L's, two. All right, that's it for the uh, two starters I think I wanted to cover. The rest, I had somebody ask me about Max Freed. Uh, I like Max Freed still. I think he's going to have a fine year. He's better. He's a he's a rock solid pitcher if he's healthy. And I think he's healthy now. So I would be buying Max Freed if you have the opportunity to pick him up. Go get him. Aaron Nola, by the way, is at the Cubs and at Boston, and he has just been struggling. Are you benching Aaron Nola this week? Like at the Cubs and at the Red Sox. Are you gonna take that chance? Are you that desperate, by the way? Are you like, oh my God, I am so desperate for K's? Whip, all that stuff that I'm going to start Aaron Nola. He had an amazing start on June 25th. 12 Ks and five and a third. Didn't give up a nerd run. Then he got ripped by the Marlins, even though he struck out 11. So something's got to give here. His June was pretty bad. Even though he had some zero earned run starts, he had two massive blow-up starts at the end of June. What are you doing? Are you going to take that risk? If you need strikeouts and you're willing to sacrifice your ratios, then great, go ahead. But I think the new month, Aaron Nola still striking out a lot of guys, so the stuff is there. There's just mistakes that are being made. You know, if he could better locate his pitches, maybe there's some tipping going on here even. I don't know. That's a wild accusation. I get it. I understand that's a little out of bounds possibly, but we got to think of all the possibilities that are in play right now. And with Aaron Nola, he might be doing that. But it's a new month for Nola, and since he was striking guys out, even though he was getting shelled, I, I think the stuff is there. I would... I would ride with it. I'd take the chance. Let's do it. Cubs and Red Sox on the road. Take that chance with Aaron Nola. Live the dream. Take that risk, my friends. Woohoo! Yeah. Why not? Okay. That's it. I'm done talking two starters. Unless you want to mention another, hit me up. I'll mention it. I'll talk about it. Otherwise, I'm moving on. 
Quick, let's talk relievers here. Uh, Hokeem Soria. People seem to be talking about Hokeem Soria a lot because he got a save, which was the first save for the Diamondbacks in like two months. Somebody's got to get the save there. Soria's got to get traded for trade bait. They're going to push him to be the closer so they can trade his ass. So why not? Hey, go for it. If you want to take that risk. There's nobody else in that bullpen that you can trust right now. You really can't. So have at it, my friends. Have at it. Ranger Suarez got the save yesterday. I put him as Govier's guys, by the way. And even beyond that was Scott Barlow, who got two saves this weekend. Two. Utah. Utah. Thanks, Gary. Give me two. Two saves. Scott Barlow. So maybe Barlow's the guy now. I think Stomont might be droppable. I thought Stomont had the best stuff and he would be the closer, but he has not gotten the opportunities. In fact, he came in a massive blowout against the Red Sox earlier this week and he got blown up. Although he did pitch yesterday, he was a flawless one inning, 1K, but he's not getting closing deal. That's going to Scott Barlow now. So maybe they want to get Barlow the run and trade his ass too. I don't know. I assume all teams want to trade these like closers, these middling closers, especially teams that aren't going to the playoffs, so they can get some type of prospect to see if maybe it pops for them. That's how I feel about that. Star Platinum says, Quick Suarez Bender Green. Quick Suarez Bender Green. Quick Suarez Bender Green. Quick Suarez Bender Green. Hey, hey. A little song. It's a lot of fun. Kyle Crick. Ranger Suarez. Uh, Bender. Bender. Hmm. Stumping me on Bender. I assume Chad Green's the last one. Uh, I got to look Bender. Bender might be a name I don't know. Let's find out. Oh, Anthony Bender of Miami. Okay. No saves yet, but Anthony Bender on the year. 24 innings pitch, 31 strikeouts, 0.74 whip, 0.74 ERA. That's pretty consistent. Uh, what does Bender throw here? What can we expect from Mr. Anthony Bender? I assume uh, a lot of you guys are abandoning then, or you're worried about Yimi. Yimi! Yimi Garcia won't be around long enough anymore, which makes me sad because I was really excited about Yimi coming into 2021. And he was good for a while, but then... Yeah, he's kind of hit the skids here a little bit. Looks like Bender throws a slider most of the time mixed in with his sinker. So he's heavy slider sinker guy. Interesting. Basically a two-pitch pitcher. He has a four-seam and a changeup, but he hardly ever uses those. Okay, cool. Yeah, good call, Star. Once again, Star is always enlightening us, and that's why I love you guys. Love what you guys do here. Thank you very much. Good call there. Could be an option. I like Ranger Suarez, too. I think he could be the guy who ends up taking control in Philly, which is an absolute disaster. So don't assume anything. Do not assume anything. Suarez or Barlow? Who should I prioritize? I got to go Barlow. I really do. Although it's obvious you put in a bid for both. I think Suarez will go slightly cheaper because Barlow is going to get more push. Barlow could get pissed. Depending on what league you're in, Richard, what's going on, Barlow could get pushed up to, I don't know, 50, 60, 70, 80. Depends on the desperation of closers. It's possible somebody could do a triple-digit bid if they're desperate for a closer that they think could be the missing link for them. But I think Barlow is the guy right now. But the All-Star break is coming up, so we only have seven more days. I would be trepidatious to see how this week comes. I would kind of like to see how this week plays out. And then we got the All-Star break to review this stuff. And frankly, I'm going to tell you guys this. The All-Star break is coming up. This is the last full week. I've said this five times already. It's the last full week before the All-Star break. Maybe let's take a look at bullpens after it's all over. So we got a couple days where there's no baseball. We can really kind of review. In fact, we're going to have Greg Jouette on 
who's more a bullpen master himself. He's going to be on July 14th as we head into the second half of the season. We're going to talk bullpens, bullpens, bullpens. So I kind of want to throw out the advice of let's, sure, you know, throw a fab bit out right now if you want because it's Sunday night. Do it, of course. You pick up a player. Needs to be used to give you saves. But at the same time, I wouldn't blame you for just kind of sitting tight and letting this week play out. I really, I mean, put in small bids. Don't risk anything and save your money for the second half. I will throw that out there. But it could not be the situation that you are in. You might be very desperate, and I get that. Star says Garcia is getting crushed and Rodriguez is getting traded. Oh, man. Why? Garcia and... So you lose use, star, use these last names and they're so common. I don't know. Are we talking about Eduardo Rodriguez? Are we talking uh, Garcia? Garcia, let's see. Uh, Freddie Garcia? You guys remember Freddie Garcia? That was, that was a good guy. Uh, I'm looking. There's a lot of Garcias. Like the Tigers have Brian Garcia on my team. I think of him. Brian Garcia. He's fun, right? Go Tigers. Uh, but no, look. Yimi Garcia is who he means. And Yimi... Yimi's getting shelled. He got to save yesterday, though. And he's got two saves over the last seven days. Hadn't given up an earned run in three straight appearances, guys. So I think we're being, I think we're freaking out a little bit here. He got shelled today. Yes, it's the, it's what happened today. But he was actually pretty good here recently. He still has a 261 ERA coming in today with a 103 whip, striking out nine. He's not a super strikeout stud right now because he's striking 32 out in 31 innings. But he's got 13 saves. I still think he's going to get a chance to keep this job. Yesterday, he was good. Today, he stunk. And the Marlins really aren't going anywhere. In fact, they might end up trading Emi too. So that's something to consider. He's not a rookie. This is not his first go-around. They might say, bye-bye, Emi. That's another thing to consider. It really is. Star says, you might be able to get guys cheap because people are celebrating. That's true. It is 4th of July, and you got to take advantage of the slack. Richard Rodriguez of the Pirates, and Miami wants to trade Emi. Just like I said, Star, we are on the same page. In fact, if I could verbally hear you, if somehow, you know what would be cool about this? We have these comments. We have the live stream comments, which you guys can always participate in. But if we could actually hear people's voices and talk one-on-one, it would be so much easier, too, because we could have nuance. And we could describe things more quickly. But that's not how it goes, I guess. I mean, maybe in another 10 years, that's how this thing will work out. I don't know. We need more bandwidth. I do know that. Well, Richard Rodriguez is a guy who was going to get traded from the moment. In fact, before the season started, Everybody knew that Richard Rodriguez was going to get traded because the Pirates are the worst team in baseball. Or they should be, but they're kind of not. He got to save today. He got shelled on July 1st. Uh, he got to save on June 25th, and that's what they want. They're going to put him out there. He's got a whip of .8. That's pretty damn good. .8, guys. 31 innings, just like Yimi, the same amount of time. He will get traded because that's what they're going to do. So enjoy Richard Rodriguez while you can, but he will be traded. As far as Star's point that you might be able to get guys cheap because of 4th of July, that would be fantastic. Go for it, sure. But I still am willing to keep the bids reasonable because I want to see how the second half plays out. I want to review everything. I really want those three days. When Greg Jouette comes on this show, we're going to talk about that in massive detail. I'm really looking forward to that. we got a lot of great guests coming up here over the next couple of weeks. Help you guys. We help you. That's what we do here on the Hazarico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. 
presented by guess what? Guess who? Who is it? You know who it is. Come on. Rotofanatic.com. That's right. So yeah, Scott Barlow, Ranger Suarez. These are relievers. Don't forget about Julian Merriweather. He's getting closer and closer to coming back. Really is, guys. So I would be picking him up now if you could do it cheaply. You always want to stay a week ahead, right? Keep it cheaper. Keep it simple. I would love to get my hands on him now. And I think he'll come back post-All-Star break. And they need him because their bullpen has been a, a mess. It's probably the reason that they're not, they're not there. Blue Jays have been hampered by that damn bullpen and probably the back end of the rotation, the back end. But I get it. Uh, okay, as far as that, I covered most of those guys last week. Uh, Heath Hembry, I guess I'll mention him. He got a save. Heath Hembry of the Cincinnati Reds. Good God. Has it come to that, Cincinnati? Is that where we are now? I don't know if that's something to consider frequently. I wouldn't. He got two saves in a row, though. I feel like it was all right time right place. No save today. He got the save on Friday and Saturday. And he struck out two in each outing. And for the season, he has a 5.06 ERA, though. But 45 strikeouts in 26 innings. Now, that's the kind of stuff you want on the mound. Shut people down. Remember a week ago, though, Brad Brock was all the rage. Hey, dude, everybody pick up Brad Brock. He's the guy in Cincinnati. How many saves did Brad Brock get this week? Zero. Yes, that's right. Zero. So... Well, he got the save on June 24th, and then people jumped on the bad wagon. Uh, he's been good. He didn't, looks like he did not give up a run in his last four appearances, but he got no saves, guys. Cincinnati, I told you this last week. This I can very much verify because I remember saying it word for word. Cincinnati traded Rizel Iglesias in the offseason to the Angels because they didn't want to count on just one guy. They will never count on one dude. They never will. There'll be a hot hand for a minute, but not all season long. It's never going to happen. So if you're expecting that, I think it's fool's gold. I really do. Okay, there it is. Yay! Yes, this is exactly. See, Garrett got the save today. And that's what they do. They're going to go back and forth. Same old shit. All right, let's move on to hitters. Let's talk hitters. So Gavin Sheets, we got to talk about Gavin Sheets. He got called up by the White Sox, and he has had some... He's had a fair amount of success this week, right? It's been a good week for Gavin Sheets. Not a terrible one. He had a couple home runs, driven in some runs. And he also played a lot. That's the thing. That's probably the biggest thing here, right? Um, I was not really familiar with Gavin Sheets, and I never was. And now I am. And I'm certainly willing to put in a bid on him. I I just want to maybe keep it reasonable here. I think... A $35 max, depending on your budget. If it's a $1,000 budget, 35 bucks on sheets, sure, why not, right? Uh, if it's a $100 budget for the season, I think, I think 10% of your fab at most. Because, yeah, he could be the hot hand, but he could be the flash in the pan too. It, I, I would need to know what the playing time is going to continue to look like for him. That, that's still something that concerns me slightly. But, you know, if he's going to play every day, and, you know, look, he's been... The part of the order he's been hitting into has been a key part of this as well. You know, he's hitting second the last couple of games. So, yeah, those are good times. Gavin Sheets, definitely worth a pickup. Just don't blow your entire fab wad on it. That's all. But he's definitely a player that will provide a heater for you. You know, his career minor league numbers, though, you want to know what Sheets did in the past? What about this Gavin Sheets guy? How old is he? Where did he come from? He's 25 years old. He's 6'4", 230 pounds. He bats left. He throws left. And in the minor leagues, he was known for 
wait, wait, hey, uh, sorry. Wasn't really known for power. He had one season in 2019. He hit 16 home runs. 16 bombs in double A 2019. No steals. Uh, walk percentages that were pretty good. You know, 10%, not elite, but solid. And K rates that were never a problem at all. So he's not going to strike out. But there's nothing really amazing here. Uh, he hit 293 in 497 plate appearances in 2018. That was at high A. He hit 267 in that double A season. I don't know. But if you want to know what he did this year, he was hitting 292 at Triple A, which is in Charlotte. By the way, Charlotte, which is where the White Sox have their Triple A team, is a band box. And more than that, the ball just flies out of there. The ball flies in Charlotte. It's a free-for-all. So it's, this is actually one of the things that Luis Robert, when he was coming up, we were all wondering, hey, are these numbers real or not? Are they inflated numbers from the park? Or is this who Luis Robert really is? So if you remember that conversation, remember that with Gavin Sheets. I don't see something here, just like last week, we talked about Zach Thompson, and we figured out that he wasn't some legend in the minors. He didn't have the pedigree. He wasn't some Hall of Famer in the making. He just kind of showed up, and he had a really good game. But when you look deeper in the numbers, he, you know, he got some swinging strikes that weren't really indicative of anything he'd ever done before. So you have to assume a bit of luck with that. Do you not? And with Gavin Sheets, I would do the same thing. It's like, okay, you know, fun guy. Have some fun with him. But don't go crazy. Don't make it a <laughs> don't make it an anchor to your squad that ruins your season. Because I don't want that for you. I don't want that for anybody. I want you guys to do well. I want you guys to have a great year and enjoy yourself. And by the way, Zach Thompson's follow-up start, which was on today, 4th of July, he struck out six today. Did a decent job. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it wasn't anything near what he did against Washington on June 26th, was it? So that's all. I think we learned from that. That's Still a solid start. I don't want to minimize Mr. Thompson. All right, we got a few minutes left here. I'm going to get the hell out of here and go to bed. <clears throat> and I'm not kidding at all. I'm going to be working on my fab. I got a lot of work to do still. It's never over, folks. It is never over. All right, more hitters, more streamers. Uh, Adam Eaton came back from injury, too. Another White Sox, if you want to throw that out there. I really like him, but he totally screwed me this year. In fact, Tony Russo screwed him as well. He either sucks or he didn't play him enough. I dropped Patrick Wisdom in a league, and I regretted that. Patrick Wisdom had a pretty nice week, actually. He stole a base, hit a couple of home runs. I know he had an injury that flared up, so I want to take a look at that before I verify. But Patrick Wisdom, he might not just be a flash in the pan. He came back from that injury, and he hadn't really done much since, but he hit, like I said, home run, stolen base this week, had some hits. He's still hitting 277. And if you're desperate for corner infielders, which, depending on your league size, 15-team leagues for sure, I know you're going to need a corner infielder. Patrick Wisdom is still worth it. And even though he might not do what he did in his, you know, the reason he showed up here, and we talk about him as much as we do, I wouldn't expect that either. But he's definitely serviceable. So Patrick Wisdom, pick him up. Pick him up. Jace Peterson is someone that <sighs> just he has no power. I've never had interest in Jace Peterson, but uh, he's playing and... You know, if you need a guy who can steal some bases, great. But uh, I'm not jumping on the Jace Peterson bandwagon anytime soon. That's just not who I am. I know he had four RBIs in a game yesterday, which is hilarious. And he stole a base. So, I mean, that sounds beautiful. Like I said, he's a source for steals. And before today, it seems like he had started the last seven games. So, pick him up. But, don't again, these to me, those are single-digit bids and nothing to risk. Unless you really need steals. Because he does have first, second, third, and outfield eligibility, which is really nice. So that does raise his value. The 
eligibility and the steals. He could be an emergency guy that you get on your roster and with all the injuries we've had this year, fill in that void. So that makes sense in that respect. But it's not some, he's not a dude. You're like, oh, I got to get him. I got to get that dude. Star Planet says Shed Long. Good old Shed, my man, Shed. You know, Shed Long, I remember the 2020, that was last year, analysis season, preseason breakdown. We were talking about Shed Long. I remember Mike Kernler was talking about Shed Long. He loved him as a deep guy at second base, and uh, he kind of shit the bed in 2020. But, you know, it was a bozo season, so it's not Shed Long's fault. But uh, he's getting a little bit of playing time here. He had a home run today, yeah. Star Platinum. I don't want... <laughs> like star you mentioned all these guys who are on fire today and i don't want to get too caught up in today that's the worst thing we could do is make any rash moves no disrespect to you star at all i'm just saying or if we're having an honest kind of conversation between the two of us it's great what you did today he had a home run earlier in the week too which is nice that's great but basically that's it he had two home runs and he did sit out a few times so yeah it's worth a cheap bid i would definitely if you're if you were talking star about mixing him in with this jace peterson talk perfect absolutely he fits as a, a cheap guy to fill in and he could play a couple positions for you. Absolutely. Always in with that. And he can steal bases, too. He just hasn't uh, hasn't done that. Long hit three this week? Shit. I kind of, too. I guess I stoned out. One, two. I only see two, my friend. I hate to. No disrespect. He hit one today, and then he hit one on July 1st. Am I wrong? Let me know. Hit me up. Verify that. But I only see two home runs. All right. So, anything else, folks? We're getting... Towards the end of the show here. I'm going to shut it down. I hope you're having a wonderful 4th of July. I hope it's a great time. I hope, uh, you know, if you're not even in this country, it's even better. If you're outside the country, just living a daily, regular Sunday here. Good for you. That's awesome. Woohoo! Yeah! Way to go! Live your lives, folks. I love it. I'm Mike Govier, MJ Govier, G-O-V's and Victor I-R on Twitter. And, of course, you can follow us, Plaza Podcast. At ProtonMail.com, send us emails, send us ideas for the trophy. We've still got another week or so before we're going to shut down the trophy idea box, bin. There's a bin. We throw trophy ideas in it. Got one more week for that. And then we're going to have to bake the trophy, So, which is going to Richard Sands, of course, because no one's going to take Richard down, right? Am I right about that? I mean, Richard's the man. And, of course, Plaza Podcast, please sub our YouTube channel. Pretty please sub the YouTube channel. we got to grow this thing. I know we got something good here. I know that we have a quality group of people. we got a good crew. We offer information. We have fun. We never take ourselves too seriously. I think this is a good place to be, and I know. I'm looking around on YouTube, and I see these guys with, like, tens of thousands of views and stuff, and we're just... It's not about being better. It's just we offer at the very least what they offer, if not a a more detailed, open-minded, and fun environment. So I think we got to grow this thing. We can do better. Let's get these YouTube subs up. Let's spread the word on this thing. Please, and thank you. And, of course, Plaza Podcast on Twitter. Utah, give me two. Two L's. Two Z's. All right, final comments here. A couple other hitters I want to throw out there before we get the hell out of here. We t- I talked catchers earlier, like we, Star Platinum brought up with our, our catcher foursome. If Dalton Varshaw's still out there, you know, it's still inconsistent playing time, so it's a problem. He doesn't... He sits, he plays. He sits, he plays. Why don't they let this guy play for seven straight days? Just let him, let him break out. Let him try to fail, at least. Give me some consistency, Diamondbacks. You guys are driving me mad. You keep playing Steven Vogt, and it's really, really annoying. I want to get that on record how much that pisses me off. As far as outfielders, though, there's a lot of fun guys. Jake Fraley has been stupid good. I don't know how much... Of how far 
his eligibility remains in leagues. I, I assume his roster percentage has skyrocketed. He's been stealing bags. He had a double steal game mixed in with a home run last night. He was definitely one of Govier's guys. He had a big-ass game. He's just he's on fire, and he had some talent. There was a guy that they liked a couple of years ago, and some injuries slowed him down, but he's healthy again. And Man, Jake Fraley is fun. And in OBP leagues, he's even better. He's got a great plate discipline profile. Big fan of that. Love me some Jake Fraley. Good times, noodle salad. Star says, I'm cutting Varsho for those guys. Yeah, I can't blame you, Star. It sucks. Why? They won't play him. And you're right. Varsho's got to go. He, I thought it would be a great combo in two catcher leagues playing Gary Sanchez and Varsho together. You got the guy with power and the guy who can steal some bags. It's a perfect two-catcher Frankenstein type deal, you know? A two-headed catcher. And they just don't play him. So I completely understand, and it's probably the right call. In fact, it is the right call to drop Varsho for these other guys that can give you stats now. You need to go into this last full week on a high note. Make it happen. I get it. I totally get it. And it really bums me out that Varsho doesn't at least just get five to six days to play. But that's why the Diamondbacks are who they are. <laughs> I don't feel bad for him at all. Akil Badu, I wrote a song about him several months ago. He inspires us all. I really, I put in the song that he would be the Rookie of the Year. That song's available on our songs playlist on our YouTube channel. Just go to the songs playlist and listen to Akil Badu and get inspired by Akil. He has not hit home runs, but he's been getting on base. He had a double steal game, too. I think I had him last night on Govier's guys. So he can give you some steals. He's got 12 on the year. He's definitely worth picking up if he's available. Ride it. See if he gives you some steals some run scored for sure and if he hits a home run that'd be a nice bonus i'd like to see a little more pop from him ian happ what about ian happ have you guys held on ian happ did you bail on ian happ i know i bailed on ian happ in a 12 team league for sure a couple weeks ago and i started benching him in my main event this week which is a 15 team league he had a home run on monday though and it got excited again i was like yeah ian happ is he back is it time to party uh not really <laughs> in fact that home run he hit that was the highlight of the week i believe otherwise nothing so he's hitting 186 ian happ you have to drop him if it's a redraft league the man has got to go he has got to go cut hat last week in the main damn right you did star platinum see you i didn't know you played in the main event yeah this is cool i'm still learning things about you guys that's good stuff that means you're a big time player you put big money in it gives me a better understanding of who you are thanks for sharing that star Maybe I'll cut half tonight in my main event. Might be time to go because I, I need more hitting. And I <laughs> I cannot have him being this drag, this absolute drag on my team. It's a total bummer. Uh, David Dahl's healthy too. But, you know, the guy I like a lot more is, and I mentioned him last week briefly, was Eli White. And we had this debate. I think somebody mentioned the fact that Dahl was coming back, could cut into Eli White's playing time. But that has not been the case at all. Eli White has been playing damn good, and he was one of Govier's guys this week at least once, and I almost wanted to use him twice, but I didn't. I like Eli White. He actually has some talent. Brought him up earlier in the season, sent him back down pretty quickly, but now he's up and he's playing regularly. Yesterday, he had a home run, three RBIs with a steal, and he's had several multi-hit games over the last seven days. So I like Eli White to play, play regularly, and get the opportunities. Leading off, hitting second. David Dahl's been back. He did steal a base this week. Uh, that was pretty much it. He played in a couple games. But not over Eli White. He certainly didn't, which is awesome news. Alex, hey! Good to see you, my friend. No baseball cues for me today. Just hopping in to wish everybody a happy fourth. That's a perfect way to wrap the show, Alex. Thank you so much. Great to see you. I hope you're having a kick-ass fourth. 
Rock the BBQ, play some cornhole. What kind of backyard games are you guys playing? Yesterday we played bocce ball and bush golf. I never played bush golf, but my friend has a few acres. And you basically just, you pick the hole and you aim for it, which is basically a tree. It's a lot of fun. You just hit with wedges. All we, we all had wedges and it was a good time. I hadn't hit a golf club in 10 years. I used to play golf every day. Well, not every day, but at least once a week. I quit the game about 10 years ago because it made me so mad. And I'm like, why am I paying so angry? That's actually a good phrase for that. Why am I paying so angry? <laughs> yeah, I'm outside. Why am I paying to be outside and get angry? I have no idea. What about Goodwin and McCormick? Well, I tried to pick up McCormick last week in my main event, but he got picked up. I like McCormick. Definitely worth a bid. Uh, I think 20 bucks, 25 bucks, even you know, 20s should secure McCormick. I like him a lot. But as far as Goodwin, um, I'm less inclined. Maybe not as fun for me. But... The White Sox, they mix and match, and what he did with these home runs this week, I don't buy that, Star. I don't buy the Brian Goodwin homers. I think that's not who he is. He could hit a few home runs here and there, but he's never shown major power in his career as far as I've known, right? So I would definitely take McCormick because I just like the Astros lineup, too. You want to be a part of that, don't you? Don't you want to have yourself an Astro in your lineup? Because that team is a lot of fun when it comes to offense. And Chance McCormick, is, he's just a sneaky, kind of reliable guy. He'll score you some runs. He can steal you a bag. He might hit a home run for fun. I will say this. Brian Goodwin hit 17 home runs in 2019. That was in over 450 plate appearances. That was really out of the norm for his career overall. But if you think that's who he is now, great. I, I, I'm going to bet that that's not who he is. That's my opinion. So if you ask me, I'll take McCormick over Goodwin. Uh, where we get here, Alex? Oh, wait, I had one. Akil Badu is a pickup for stolen bases. You endorse it. I was just talking about Akil right before you came on, Alex. I think you just missed it. So, hell yes, he was one of Govier's guys this week. I was just talking about that right before you popped on. Thanks for joining us, Alex. And pick up Akil Badu for some steals. That's a good idea. Hey, Jasper, check it in for the road. That's good to see you, man. I'm glad you copped in for the last minute. I'm done. I got to go. Uh, we covered a lot. I hope we covered as much as we could uh, with the hitters-wise here. Um, Didi Gregorius came back this week. I'll mention that. Elvis Andrews has been really good for steals, even in a home run the other day. That's not bad. There's a guy on the Giants with Tyro Estrada. He had a five RBI game this week. We're taking a look at It's not something serious, but Elvis Andrews is getting the playing time, and he can steal bags. So he is certainly somebody you want. Uh Otherwise, all the guys I mentioned, I'm down with. Uh, Ryan O'Hearn, we talked about last week. I still like Ryan O'Hearn. He was a good pickup for me in my main event last week. So I'm going to keep rolling with Mr. O'Hearn as we headed to the All-Star break, even though he sat out two games this week, which was unfortunate. Uh, but I still like him. But they brought Edward Olivares back up for like the 800,000th time. The Kansas City team is bonkers. They drive me crazy. I'll tell you what. There it is. Thank you so much. Happy 4th of July. Jasper so glad you popped in. Alex, great to see you. Star Platinum, rocking the show as always. Thank you, Star. Everybody who came in. Richard Sands with a surprise appearance. Love to see that. Thank you so much, everybody. Show's always better. Derek Schaefer, never going to leave Derek out either. Show's always better with you guys than without it. You know, I think, uh, remember Jim Rome? I don't know how old some of you are, how young some of you are. <laughs> they sent Olivares back down today. That guy has been fucked so many times. God damn it ridiculous i feel so bad for edward Olivares. that's not cool not cool oh god at any rate uh yeah like jim rome used to say who was a guy who was used to be a massive radio star i guess he's still on the radio but i used to listen to him all the time when i was younger he said more of him and less of you but i disagree 
in our world, more of you and less of me is great. The more we get of you, the more we can learn. Because you guys aren't thinking like I'm thinking. I'm not thinking like you're thinking. But we put it all together. We cover everything. And I love it. I fucking love it. So have a great fourth, everybody. Don't forget, rotofanatic.com. We got your articles that you need for the coming week. I am going to be back on... We're going to be back Wednesday. Wednesday, we have someone coming on. And that guest is... Let me double check that. Carlos Marcano. Carlos Marcano is going to be on Wednesday. Ryan Venancio will be on Friday. So two guests this week. Carlos Marcano. Make sure you're following Carlos Marcano and Ryan Venancio. It's B-E-N underscore baseball. And he's in a great band, too. So check that out. And Greg Jouette will be back the following week. We'll talk bullpens heading into the second half. Deep bullpen talk. I mean, just the most intense bullpen talk. Almost as intense as Mr. Dr. Mike Carter's from rotofanatic.com. There it is. Plausible Podcast at ProTabL.com. Plausible Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Utah. Give me two. That's the Twitter page and the YouTube. Please sub the YouTube. Check out our playlist. Like, notify, spread the word. We really think we have something special here. I really think we do a great job. It's entertaining. It's informative. It's fun. It's open. And we should be on par with a lot more baseball people that is on YouTube right now. I think we're as good as anybody. I really do. And when Deary's with me and we got the whole crew rolling, all of you guys together, we're a force. We are a force. And I think our subs, our likes, and our views should reflect that. So let's get this thing going. Let's make it happen. I'll do my part. I'm going to continue to work my ass off. And I just ask you guys to join me. Come along for the ride. All right? Thank you so much. Happy 4th, everybody. I'll catch you on the flip side Wednesday. Easy does it. Akil Badu, his father's from Ghana, is all I want to say to you. Akil Badu, his walk-off winners, his innocence is tried and true. Akil Badu inspires us all, is all I want to say to you. Akil Badu, rookie of the year, the meaning is not lost. Right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. And we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, Surprise is on our side. <laughs>